Ask the Podcast Coach for March 4th, 2023. Let's get ready to podcast. There it is. It's that music that means it's Saturday morning. It's time. It is time. Yes, it's time for Ask the Podcast Coach, where you get your podcast questions answered live. I'm Dave Jackson from the school of podcasting.com. And joining me right over there is the one and only Jim Cullison from the average guy.tv. Jim, how's it going, buddy? Greetings, good. Dave. Happy Saturday morning to you. <laughs> We're sitting there chatting with each other, just having a good time. <laughs> You're like, hey, we should probably get started. <laughs> like, hey, it's this 1032. There are people out there waiting for us. Just, to, just to having a good time together. That's that's the relationship Dave and I have. Is we're just chatting, just having that's a good it. time, asking, talking about podcasting. But uh, it is about that time. Are you are you are you ready for the? There it is. Everyone together. That right. That awesome coffee pour is brought to you by our good friend Mark and Mark. Who? Well, that is Mark Decote over at PodcastBranding.co. If you're watching the video, you can see all of his awesome artwork. There goes Podcast Radio Show. I know that show. Uh, scrolling on by. Mark is a, an award-winning graphic artist, and he's also a podcaster. And I cannot stress enough how important that is if you've never worked with somebody who doesn't have a clue what a podcast is. And here's something you're not going to get from Fiverr. Mark is going to sit down with you and kind of listen to your show and figure out what is the vibe of your show because you want your brand to reflect reflect you and kind of what you're going for it was uh i was listening to a member of the school of podcasting yesterday and and um she does a show for uh nutrition and and primarily menopause and boy just when she got her music together i was like oh i see the vibe you're going for and you want your artwork to reflect the vibe of your show you don't want it to be loud and obnoxious if you're all tame and stuff so check out mark over at podcastbranding.co so delicious big thanks to our friend dan lefebvre based on a true story podcast a based on a true story podcast Dot com. I was out on a site uh, checking it out, and he, his his uh, slogan, the podcast that compares Hollywood to history. So if you're oh. looking for a pod, yeah, pretty cool this week. This week they're covering, you know, he's doing these short little miniseries things where he's covering three movies that happened this week in history, Waco, The Crucible, and Seabiscuit. So if you want to check that out, those are available episode three, I'm sorry, 232. Dan, thanks for your sponsorship. Appreciate it. We'll be drinking the mug all day. You know, we haven't done one of these in a while, so... And now, it's time for a power rant. I did this on YouTube this week. Please quit calling your YouTube channel a podcast. I know, I know that, you know, YouTube... It, music, it could be, though. I mean, it could, like, if... It if, could be. But it could like, be a podcast. I, I, here's, here's the solution, because it's one thing to be a curmudgeon and go, if we can, we'd be Apple Right? Okay, got it. Um, <laughs> just call it a show. It's a show. Yeah. If you call it a show, welcome to the show. You can say that on YouTube. You can say it in a podcast. You can say it in smoke signals, whatever you're doing, AM radio, whatever. But I just saw a guy that said, I started a, uh, I'm doing a YouTube podcast. And I was like, it's not a YouTube podcast. It's a YouTube channel. Nothing wrong with that. Enjoy your content. Just quit confusing the audience and so like what's it. what's going to happen when YouTube enables podcasting on their platform? And well, that, that is true. Here's the thing that's fun. <laughs> that is going to make things fun. Uh, here's what I don't get. Number one, 
I I found out this week I've had access to YouTube Music because I'm a YouTube Premium person mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and I've never used YouTube Music. And I guess one of the cool things about being a a YouTube Premium subscriber and having YouTube Music is it's ad free. But when they add podcasts to it, they're going to put ads in it. From what I heard James Cridlin say, they're going to add ads to the feed themselves. Somewhere over there while you listen, and this is the part that's all blurry, there are going to be ads over there somewhere. So my guess is they're going to pull a Stitcher play and play ads in between episodes, maybe. That's how I would do it. If I was going to put ads on a platform, but just realize that I'm paying money for YouTube to get away from ads, and you're going to put them over here, and you're telling me to come over here and listen to podcasts. That's a bad move. I'm like, mm. That's a bad and then uh, the other thing was uh, James pointed out that it's only released in the U.S. And then I did some digging and found out that back in 2016, they did the exact same thing with Google Play Music. Everybody was like, "Ooh, podcasts are coming to Google Play Music, yay!" And then it was only in the U.S. And I'm like, "That's I don't understand. I get it as a person that works in technology that you don't want to have an avalanche of people come in on a." new product, but I'm like, you are kind of Google, right? You could probably beta test that somewhere. But to me, when you only do it in a certain area, I mean, the one thing that was kind of, here's a weird phrase you don't say a lot. The one thing that was cool about the pandemic is everybody was talking about it because everybody was going through it. Like people in Switzerland, people, I'm, we were all going through the same thing. And I'm like, why not let it go everywhere so everybody can be talking about how cool podcasting and YouTube music is? I'm like, that's that's the part I get that. And I, I did hear where, um, oops, wrong one. We'll come back to that. Uh, they're going to start implementing RSS. And that's the one that I went, they're going to somehow tie RSS into YouTube music. And then that's the part where everything gets blurry and we're like, so does that mean they're going to start hosting files on youtube music yeah you would think so you would think so so because i know there's a thing about advertising i was reading through the terms of service i went over to stitcher's portal and stitcher's portal is now simplecast and what's really weird about it is um there it, it almost looks like you're signing up for simplecast and i i actually stopped because i went over and i was like hey none of my shows are here and I emailed them and I'm like, do I, do I need to add my shows back? And they're kind of like, yeah, even though they're already here, but by you signing up in the simple cast portal, you'll now be able to see your stats that are here. Very, the whole thing was very weird. Um, but Dan has a point here. Doesn't everyone call Joe Rogan a podcast still, even though he's not. Yeah, that's true. He's technically not a podcast. Well, no, I guess not. If, if we go by the <laughs> He was. Yeah, just yeah. And that's the part I don't want to die on that hill, but I just, I've had, I mean, there's a guy in my Northeast Ohio podcasters meetup and he goes live to Twitch on his phone and I don't have the heart to go, um, you're, you're not a podcast. You're, you're a Twitcher or whatever, you know, it's like you're a content creator. So that's cool. But, uh, well, why does it matter? Like this is this is oh. the question I always ask. Why yeah. why does that actually matter that we we get so crazy about this definition? It, it drives me nuts when somebody says I have a podcast. It's called such and such. 
and I go to my favorite podcast app and it's not there. And I go, dude, I can't find your podcast. And they're like, what's well, on YouTube. And I go, Oh, okay. Well, you're not a podcast. You're, you're so I, and I keep running into that because people think, I don't understand why people aren't going, I'm a YouTuber. My show is called blank. Yeah, no, that, that makes sense. There's that, yeah. and, there's, the, and the difference between, and again, this doesn't, who the listener doesn't care about this. The podcaster should, if I'm a podcaster, and Spotify goes, hey, Dave said something. Dave said the phrase COVID-19, which I've now said, I think, three times. No, I said COVID three times. Now I've said it four. Oh, stop me before I say it again. But let's say Spotify puts a little blue stripe on me and eventually kicks me off Spotify. If I'm a podcaster, I'm still in business, right? You can listen to me on Apple and Overcast and, Cat. you know, I'm not done. It's not because it's decentralized. If YouTube doesn't like me and they kick me off, I'm out of business. I got to go to rumble or get my own Vimeo channel or something like that. Now, does the listener care about that stuff? No, but I'm just telling people like that is something you might want to think about as you know, people like um, I forget the one name of the company that is going through uh, barometer is uh, scanning and doing transcripts of your content so they can give you a label like you are brand safe. I mean, do we, did I miss anything fun uh, in the, the of course, the no, chat is always fun. I think we're good. Yeah. They called you, DR just called you a podcast fundamentalist. Yeah, kind of. And, and again, I don't want to die on that hill. I really, like if somebody goes up to me and they go, oh, you know, I have a podcast on YouTube. Oh God, I'm sorry. I mean, it's, it's just a, ch- no, I'm, I'm not like offended. I'm just saying we're, we're making the waters muddy and like, Call yourself a YouTuber if you're a YouTuber. Embrace but that it. always happens in these kinds of technologies, right? When we we get, you know, we, we they start to mature and then they start to expand and then other people come in and you know you can't you can't always control the meaning of the word right. in a, in that sense. And you have to ask yourself the question: in some cases, why does it even matter? Yeah. Like, who well, cares? Like, let them call it what they want to call it. If they're being successful, awesome. If they're not. It doesn't matter. We don't have to be the the podcast name police. You know, <laughs> you're not a podcast. <laughs> exactly. Give me your, give me your pull light. it over, buddy. Pull it over. Yeah. yeah. I mean, if you think about it, a radio show and a television show are both a broadcast. So you know, the radio guy could run in and go, "You're not really a broadcast," you know, or a TV guy, you know, that whole nine yards. So yeah. Uh, Craig says, you know, this is about as fun as Leo Port, Leo Port trying to change the word to netcast. Yeah, he gave up on that, by the way, in, yeah, in, a, very, in a very public way. I mean, this is one of those things he could have just quietly, you know, yeah. his, in the beginning of the Twitch shows, it says, you know, it used to say net, 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 uh, netcasts you love from people you trust, right? And then one day it just changed to podcasts you love. He talked about that openly on his podcast and said, yeah, I'm giving up. I thought, you know, 10 years ago when we started doing this, I thought netcasts would be, would be, um, yeah. you know, we at Gallup call them webcasts and I haven't changed that name to podcast yet. Um, and, but no, actually no one's ever said it's not a webcast to me. You know, they just, <laughs> they just, it, it just doesn't yeah. matter that well, much. Steven yeah. says audio first equals podcast or video first equals YouTuber. Not and, true. Not true. Yeah, Dan says, not Hey, true. hold on. And this is what I say in my YouTube channel. There have been video podcasts since 2005. And if yeah. you don't believe me, go to askaninja.com. Um, that guy was so popular. That show ended up on Netflix. And then this thing came along called YouTube and stole a lot of podcasting growth and thunder back in the day. 
Wait so, a minute. If your podcast is on Netflix, is it a podcast? <laughs> no, that's why. I, that's how I ended my YouTube channel or video. <laughs> I said, in the end, we're all content yeah, yeah, creators. Yeah. Again, going back to let's just right. call it a show. Right. Um, that's a good call. Yeah, but um, speaking of of Todd and and Rob over at the new media show, I've been having a lot of um, conversations with Alex from Podmatch, uh, and he was on, I guess, last week, and he had this because I. He and I were talking about the the churn of podcasting. And what I mean by that is somebody shows, you know, we always talk about some people don't make it past episode seven. And we're like, why is that? You know, and I'm, I said things like, well, I think a lot of it is, is uh, really out of a line expectations. You know, I'm going to start this. I'm going to be famous. I'm going to be rich. So anyway, Alex said this on the, the new media show. And I was like, oh, we should probably bring that up here. I had a comment there. Um, I, I talked to Jordan Harbinger recently and just asked him, it was like a, a live thing. And I was just like, Hey man, like if you were to start a podcast today and you don't have any reputation, any name, what would you do? And his number one piece of advice I thought was gold. And he said, keep it a hobby as long as you possibly can. There you go. And he said, if you start off saying this is a business, you're going to get burnout faster yeah. than if you just enjoy the craft that you're doing. Yeah. And I think that that's gold advice and people quit so fast because they're like, I'm supposed to make money with this. It's not making money. I'm out of here. Uh, or I'm supposed to get famous. I'm not famous yet, so I'm out of here. And, yeah. and I found that time and time again. I I just agree with that. I, I to me, I actually almost did a video last week until you know somebody poked the bear with YouTube, and I was like, that's I got me. You know, my inner curmudgeon came out. But I was going to do a video on on pod fading, but I love that advice. Like you know, I, I do see. Well, I see this a lot again on YouTuber. On YouTuber, okay. On YouTube, <laughs> on the YouTubes, I I see where, uh, especially if you're getting popular, and people that are like, wow, you know, lots and lots and lots of downloads. That eventually I will see the video. There was one from a guy I that I really liked, and he and he. It's one of those where he's walking in the park. It's not the high, you know, polished thing. He's like, I just we need to sit down and talk. And it was basically he was getting crispy. He was really getting crispy and he's like, I'm going to back off for a little bit. I'm okay, but I need to take a break. And I remember there was that one, it was a girl who like from the age of six wanted to be a YouTuber. And by like 13, she was like millions of downloads. And by 16, she was starting to lose her mind because all she thought about was watch time and algorithm and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, eh. so I, I love the advice of just, you know, if you you don't ha a you don't have to make money with your podcast, and B just if you want to treat it like a hobby, again the the podcast police are not going to come up and woo woo hey where's your license? Uh, I, I see where you've missed an episode last week. I'm I'm sorry. That's according to uh, bylaw six point five paragraph C. Uh, you're not allowed to skip weeks because the world will stop listening to, to you immediately, and. Um, so, I mean, Jim, you kind of treat your show like as a hobby at this point. Oh, for right? sure. Yeah. Home Gadget Geeks is a, is a giant hobby. I, and I've gone, you know, back and forth about whether I want to keep it. We're 564 episodes this week. And, yeah. you know, you kind of go, do I want to keep doing it? And I finally just kind of decided, you know, it's just a ton of fun. And it gives me an opportunity to hang out with my friends. And so, um, you know, at my age, I need all the friends I can get at this point. <laughs> so we're, we're, you just kind of, you know, enjoy it, doing it. It's just, if you take a week off, you take a week off. I think uh, Clay had said 
you know, it took him five years. Here, we'll bring that up on screen. So he says, it took me five years of hobby podcasting to make it a business. Just because it's a hobby doesn't mean it can't sound and look professional. Well, yeah. And that's true, but it doesn't have to. Like, well, I, I you know. can do whatever you want. If you want to goof around, if you want, you know, we make fun of what's two guys in a brain, uh, yeah. you know, some of those. It, you know, if you want to make fart jokes and or if you want to, you know, if you want to get a little inebriated in podcast, podcast, you can still do all that, right? You can do it. Your listeners, you may or may not be popular. You may be wildly popular. You know, you never know. Yeah. And Patrick has a point here. He says, we need a new name for hobby podcast. I know some people get offended when you say hobby podcast yeah. because they go too far left. They they think Wayne's world, you know, three guys, one brain. And and there are people, I mean, I know guys that play the guitar that have no um, no plans of ever doing anything public. They just like playing the guitar. And then there are people like me that for years played in bars every weekend, but that wasn't my profession. It was a hobby, yeah. something I love to do. And so that's when I say hobby, that's what I say. I'm like, look, you're, if you want to make money with it, fine. You're, you're trying to create great content, you know, but like to me, the ultimate hobby podcast is building a better Dave. I could care less if anybody listens to that show. It's me spewing nonsense into the, the ether. If you listen, great. If you don't, you don't. And so do we, uh, do we have to we even have to say that? Do we have to call it a hobby or professional? Can we just say it's a podcast? Yeah. Like what why does it why do we even need to break that? Why why do we need cuz you know what it sounds like it sounds like we're making excuses. That's what it sounds like. Mm -hmm. Like oh no no. That's just my hobby podcast, right? And I think that's what people oh, some people take offense to. That's a good point. Right? You know, and so you know, that's just uh, it's just your podcast. Just call yeah. it a podcast. Patrick has a great point. Some hobby podcasts, yeah, I'm better yeah. than professional. No, I remember sure. when I understand now why, but when Amy Schumer's podcast came out, it was like her and a friend and a dude. And it sounded like it was recorded in a giant glass box. It turns out it was uh, recorded in a giant glass box. And she was like seven months pregnant. So I'm like, okay, you get a pass, yeah. you know, but it was, I just remember when I heard it, I was like, this is horrible. And wow. it didn't sound like you did any planning. And again, seven months pregnant you know yeah, yeah, yeah. well yeah. we don't we just don't have to uh, listen when spreaker came out when rob greenlee was over at spreaker and they started a spreaker podcast that i would kind of say was a pro podcast right they're yeah. all professionals are talking about platform stuff first couple of episodes they were awful <laughs> yeah. like rob was trying to find his way and it wasn't even rob he had i think he had gotten somebody on the team to get it started and then the first couple episodes were really weird they it, yeah. and then it, you can kind of hear it morph. <laughs> the guy who starts it kind of disappears, and then well, Rob he, comes in. You got you know? one guy that was like a kind of a conspiracy theorist guy. For Alex, Alex Exum. Alex yeah. Exum, yes, <laughs> Exum. And and Exum, it was yeah. great because Rob's a great straight man, yeah. right? That's yeah. that's what he is. You put you put Rob next to Todd because Todd will say anything, and then you put Rob next to Alex because Alex was like that's why aliens are going to take over, you know, blah, blah. You're like, okay. So, um, well, yeah. rich, rich says it's professional. If you get paid, I get paid to do home gadget geeks. I don't consider it professional. Yeah. That's a, I got paid to, you know, play the guitar. I, I just, I think the, see, that's the question, I guess. When are you a professional? When it, when it's your sole thing of income. And again, we kind of go back to, does that matter? Like can if, we if I'm a, if I get Sam, a race car driver, and I, uh, I'm driving for Uber, 
when they get in, when somebody gets in, do I say, don't worry, I'm a professional driver because I get paid for it, right? Who cares? Like you drive, just right. you're the driver, you're the owner. I just, again, I think we, we, we don't need to get stuck on these, uh, these titles. I wouldn't use pro or hobby to be honest. Like, right. I mean, I do it at work. So technically I get paid for it that way too. So am I a professional podcaster? I never say that to people. They're like, what do you do? Yeah. I, I make media because I do more than that to your point. Right. I, I do creators, I yeah. make podcasts. Yeah. I make YouTube videos. I do. I write for them. Um, not very well, but I write for them. And so does that make me get, so I'm a writer, right? I, I do things. I write. Does that make me a professional writer? Well, I mean, I could say that if I wanted to, but I don't. So I guess Ooh. here's the point. You can do whatever you want to be. Yes. Honest. If you want to call yourself a hobby podcaster, you can, if you want to be a pro podcaster, you, you don't want to use it. You can. So if anybody tells you otherwise, just say, okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> whatever. Yeah. You know? So I, I don't think I'm going to go off as much as like, I don't think it's going to be another button push. It's just one of those things I'm like, Hey, just, just for the record. That's not really a podcast. No, don't do it, Dave. Just let them be. Let it go. Yeah. Let them be. Um, it's okay. Didn't it's not hurting anybody. Yeah. Coach Dave says, I recently took over hosting a show for a company with committees. Just the word committee makes my sphincter just tighten up a little bit. <laughs> um, I had to advocate for independence to keep it fun and innovating. Podcasting by committee with non-podcasters is not so fun. I can't imagine. That sounds, ugh, yeah. I I edit, mm. I edit a podcast for brain surgeons, and I, I I will give them credit. They keep raising the bar on horrible audio, mm. and it was just I I the last one I said here's here's the first answer from your guest, and here it is after I got done with it. I said you can almost understand what he's saying. The first one, it just sounded like he sounded like he was talking like with his hands up in front of his mouth. And then he turned and then he turned away. It was just horrible. I was like, dude, I can't you cannot polish a turd. And he's like, Hey, I appreciate the effort. Ken Blanchard has an interesting question. Does building a better Dave help you? Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that would that is it's really I joke about that. I'm like, that's the cheapest therapy on the planet. And I just I learned don't talk about your family in a podcast. Uh, but there are times if there are people I have, I did a rant once about my church that I was go, man, if, if they ever heard that they'd be probably hurt in a way, but I'd also say, Hey, everything I said in that was true. Yeah. There are times, you know, I did a, a thing and it's just me being goofy half the time. Like uh, around Christmas, I did one on uh, frosty, the snowman, you know, was he really just depressed? You know, snowman was that like, was <laughs> Was that frosty? You know, was he trying to do, oh, was he trying to do death by cop? You know what I mean? Cause he only paused a moment when he heard the, you know, and then was he suicidal? Cause he knew the, the sun was hot that day, you know? So just really weird, strange thoughts that I go, yeah, that's a building a better day. My, when I was married, I'd go off on a weird rant or tangent and my ex-wife would go, Oh my God, is this the next episode? Like <laughs> a better day. Do you, uh, what speed do you listen to your podcasts on? Mm. Uh, I usually like one, three, 1.3, 1.4. Sometimes I can't take the hosts at those speeds just to be honest. Like they already talk fast. All right. So I got to dial it down, but generally like 1.3, 1.4 is kind of where I go. Because I, I have the same thing. I, I love Colin and um, the other guy. 
uh, from uh, Podcraft. And the second guy, I want to say Michael, but that doesn't sound right. Super, the second guy, especially has super, and it's awesome, by the way, a super Scottish accent. And mm-hmm. I have to, I have to slow down mm-hmm. to catch him. It's, it's so cool. Uh, yeah, I see everybody in the chat 1.2, 1.25, because Adam Curry is making a point. He's, he's on a, he's, he's doing, my YouTube is Adam Curry's uh, fast casting. I think he's what he's calling it. And he's like, why are we all listening at 1.5, 1.7? And he said, people are saying, yeah, Dave's like 1.8. Um, Tim says 1.5 of them editing normally 1.0. And he said he, and this would be me. I'm like, Hey, I'm trying to listen to as many podcasts as I can. And sometimes I have to listen. I'm, I'm trying to get through, you know, all the, uh, the cat talk and French toast recipes as somebody gets to, I, I reviewed a show on the podcast rodeo show and they say in their description, the interview starts at six minutes. And I was like, that's interesting. I wonder what they talk about for six minutes. And I don't know why co-hosts figure out like, like when Jim comes on, he's like, Hey Jim, uh, glad to have you blah, 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 yada, yada, yada. And he like, Jim doesn't go on for four minutes trying to be funny, you know? And then we just find a, like we stumble our way into a coffee pour and we're off to the races. And these guys were just going off about, first of all, it's a show about uh, professional wrestling. And the first co-host decided to talk about hockey. And I'm like, is this a hockey podcast? And then the second guy started talking about baseball. And finally the actual host was like, well, meanwhile, back in pro wrestling, you know? And so my question is, are we listening at faster speeds because, well, we have to get through all the crap. I don't think so. I mean, I think sometimes maybe, but I think we, because it's not like you listen faster speeds and then slow it down for the good stuff, right? I still listen to it. I think it's, we can hear and understand faster. Like we're just able to do that. So I could get, you know, during COVID, I just, I wasn't in the car as much. So of course I wanted to get through as many podcasts as I could that I was falling behind on. Right now, it didn't change the way I listened to it, but I try, I listen to faster, more, I listen to them faster because I want to get more content in is why I want to do it. So yeah. it's, it is, for, it is, there's a couple hosts that I listen to and they step all over each other all the time and they're talking over each other and then they're goofy and they, and even fast, I get frustrated. You know, I'm like, oh, okay, guys, 30, 30, 30, 30, let's get past that point. Or sometimes this week I just shut one off. I'm like, all right, I, I need a break. My brain needs a break from yeah. Well, that, that's what Adam is saying is his thing is people are finding that they are now more patient with their children because, you know, a kid, if you ever hear a kid tell a story mm-hmm. this one time and then the thing happened and then, and then so-and-so and then so you're like, okay, what's the point of this story? Um, and he's like, so when your kid can't get to the point and they're talking slow and they're all over the place, we want our people in life to be, like a podcast. And so we may be less patient if we're used to listening at 1.5. And I was like, I'm not sure I buy that. I get the point, but it was just an interesting, just an interesting thing. Um, And Patrick says interviews don't have to be the main course. No, I, it's weird. I still listen to, I have the direct opposite. I listen to the intro of Mark Maron's show. uh, And many times I don't want to hear from his guest. I skip all and it's like 10 minutes of just inside jokes on Conan O'Brien needs a friend. Cause I, I'm, he, he's, he's kind of taken a page out of Howard Stern's book and makes fun of his, his team. 
And I'm like, I don't care about your team and I don't get the joke. Um, Craig says, uh, it's an information podcast. If it's an uh, information podcast with a slow speaker, yeah, he will speed it up. Uh, if it's a drama-based podcast, I never would. Yeah, drama-based, although I want to because I've found many drama-based podcasts get lost in the sound effects. They really, and to their credit, they make a, some really cool soundscapes, but there are times when I'm like, yeah, I get it. The person's walking up the stairs, but like, is this the stairway to heaven? There's like 47,000 steps here that we've heard, <laughs> and I get it that it's raining outside, but what's like, what's the next thing? So um, would you, if you were editing a slow, say you were, you were doing your own podcast and you'd interviewed somebody and they were, they were generally slower to get to the point. Yeah. You edit them for content. You might take some things out of there that don't matter to the, but would you speed them up on the, on the recording? The you only can, per- right? Yeah. The only person I've ever sped up is again, the brain surgeon people that I edit for because, and this is to their credit, they mute when they're not talking. So number one, I never have to worry about people talking over each other, but what will happen is the person will end the end of their question. And so there's this weird pause where they're hitting mute. And then there's a pause where the doctors figured out, oh, he's done talking and he will unmute. So you have these ginormous pauses in between the end of a answer and that. So I will go in and go like, okay, let's make this look like it was a conversation. But uh, now the only time I speed people up is if they repeat themselves. I'll see people do that. They'll say something, then they'll kind of say it again. I'm like, yeah, we already heard that. I just heard, uh, I was reviewing a member of the school of podcasting and he said something about whatever it was, blah, blah, blah tagline for the episode. And then he said uh, at the beginning, he did his little intro, introduced himself, blah, blah, blah tagline for the episode. I'm okay, cool. And then he, he took a little tangent and then he said the tagline again. I'm like, we got it. We understand what the episode's about. Quit telling me what it's about and just do the episode. So that was one where I'd be like, okay, I'd kind of kind of speed things up. So Ken brings up a good point. Um, he's, he's going back to building a better day, but we can treat this like a new question. If you a good are question. super transparent in your show, could that hurt your brand? Yeah. Or do you not promote it? Well, number one, I don't promote building a better Dave. It's not. Not that there's anything that risky or weird over there. I've, I've told the story before. I'll, I'll make it quick. My f- I, when I first started that show, I was going to work blue. And I did an episode that if uh, Amish people don't have electricity, does that mean there's no Amish porn? And then I had all sorts of double entendre, you know, Zebediah, plow my bean field kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and I had three people come out of the, the – like one guy was a Cleveland Brown. It was the weirdest call ever. And he's like, hey, I listened to your show. And he's like, I, I also listen to the school of podcasting. Like, this isn't you. Like, why are you doing this? He goes, it's it's weird. And I was like, oh, okay. Because number one, it was weird to have a Cleveland Brown call you. And I'm like, like, a, foot, like a football player? Like an actual professional football player. I should know his name, but this was, you know. <laughs> oh, nice. Well, years ago. But put that on your resume when you're saying, you know, Hall of Famer and NFL. Yeah. Uh, yeah. NFL players listen to my show. <laughs> <laughs> and so I quit doing it. Um, and that was also the one. And the, the, to finish this story is when I was dating my ex-wife, we got to the point where it was time to meet the kids. And so I, I get there and I meet her kids. And the 16-year-old goes upstairs and Googles Dave Jackson. And, of course, what does uh, she find but the episode about Amish porn, which is still online, by the way. Um, 
you know, really? but it's, it's always a thing. If I ever do anything risky, I'm just like, cause I, for me, it's always like, well, what if my church hears this, you know, but like there's one uh, called the bondage barn where um, me and David Hooper and a bunch of guys at Podfest went to an actual dungeon. And I said, I will go in the name of science, which I did. Mm-hmm. And this reported on, and I'm like, look, I'm not participating, but it was a very weird experience. And uh, my favorite was Mark Johansson referred to it as Satan's CrossFit. Um, <laughs> it was a very, but it was an interesting story. And that's kind of my thing. It's either, you know, I was like, well, if nothing else, this will be a good story for the, the podcast. Well, in both those examples, you know, you're out of character, right? If, to use that term where you, you, yeah. you, your brand is X and then you now, then your brand became triple X, right? Yeah. And that, that was out of character. Right. Yeah. That was like, oh, yeah. And, and listen, we do, especially the longer we podcast, we gather a group around us who are very used to the consistent content that we create, whether it's goofy or serious or whatever. Right. I mean, if you're if you're consistent in your podcast methodology and the way you do it, you'll gather a group of people who want and listen to it because they like it. Right. So it, when you when you go off color, whatever, when you, when you get off brand, um, it shocks, it's shocking to them. And listen, when you did, when you did episode 400 on school of podcasting, and that was so different, that's a risk, right? And I'm, I'm sure you could have gotten some feedback that said, yeah, don't, don't go that. That was fun once. Like, don't go that, don't do that all the time. We actually want some serious content. Well, I did one where, um, master cauldron, who's a, an awesome supporter, who does a show about BDSM and I forget how, how it came up or whatever, but there was something and I made a, a joke about his show and I, I made like a jingle to, you know, the, um, whatever. These are a few of my favorite things. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I remember it was something like, um, I think I said the word nipple clamp or mm. something. And I had somebody say, I didn't tune into the school of podcasting to hear this filth. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, wow, nipple yeah. clamp is filthy. I'm like, well, for some it is. For some, right? people, for yeah, some it's a little right. shocking. Yeah. yeah. So it yeah, was yeah. just, and it was a joke. It was an obvious joke. And I played it for, for him. I'm like, Hey, can I, you know, I don't want to offend the BDSM K Y whatever, you know, he's like, dude, this is hilarious. Can I play it on my show? And I was like, well, if he's fine with it, you know? So, um, yeah, but that's probably a smaller, I mean, school podcasting is a, is a, it's a clean, it's a clean podcast. Like you come at that pretty professionally, pretty right. And then that's just, then you show up in an alternative way. Not that that's wrong. Like that, that you can do anything, but you shock your audience, right? You shock your audience. They're, they're used to one thing. You provided another. It's the Howard Stern in me. I want to go right to that (laughs) line. And, but the problem is, you know, sometimes I think I'm right at the line and some of my audience is going to go, well, it kind of crossed it. If you regularly went to the line, yeah, like every show, like Howard oh, yeah. goes to the, every show, he goes to the line. If you regularly did that, then those listeners who who don't like that would leave, and you wouldn't yeah. you wouldn't get that negative. Well, I, feedback, I lost right? one. Yeah, I remember. Um, oh, I forget her name, but she used to listen when she was uh, doing the dishes. She was awesome, and she just said, "I used to recommend the show. I'm not anymore." And I went, "All right, well, it is." And that's where somebody. Uh, it might have been Clay. Somebody said, I think we, we underestimate losing members um, that we work so hard to get them. But yeah. 
On the other hand, it's, um, you know, Patrick says, that's probably why I never enjoyed listening to the podcast rodeo show. I like the Nike Dave. Yeah. yeah. My, my, the one that just, I've never listened. Week. Listen, I've never listened to the, the podcast rodeo show. I can't, that, that doesn't work for me. I, that, it makes me very uncomfortable. So yet I come, I show up with you every Saturday yeah. because the podcast rodeo brand, Dave, yeah. is different than ask the podcast, podcast coach. coach yeah. brand. I, I try to be nicer, Dave. The, the, the last one I just did, cause it was pretty bad. I was, I, I kind of went, Hmm, should I have taken a second? But, yeah, that's that's just that whole show is just weird. Anyway, um, Ken Blanchard said out of character is excellent. Yeah, um, uh, Clay says when I've released some content outside of my niche, I do it as a bonus episode. There you go. That way you're not. Yeah, you should also warn. You know, if you're gonna yeah. go, if you're gonna add some color to it like, that way, you should probably say, hey. This this episode contains some content that may not be appropriate for everyone. I just want to warn you up front. And I yeah. think sometimes that, and again, you can do anything you want in this space. Yeah. What we're talking about is the consequences of the things that you do. That's it. So don't don't be surprised if you do something and you're like, oh, I'm just doing my art, man. You say that a lot better than it's, I do. It's my, my art, art, man. Come on. It's just my art. Yeah. You can do your art. Just don't don't be surprised when it you know when it does something and i think dr made a comment a second ago like you know you got to take some chances you've got you're gonna offend someone that's i think there's a difference between offending someone and offending most of your audience yeah right and you can do you can do that you know you can do you can i i i've i think i've told the story but i was in i was in bible college i went to a christian liberal arts school and yeah. i got up on the platform i said you know so this is a whole bunch of like missionaries and like you know it's a pretty conservative audience and i get up there this is the 90s and i say you know sometimes this this world really sucks oh boy right not could i was from california we said that all the time yeah. i didn't think that was you know so the dean came to me and said uh, you shouldn't have said that. And I said, say what? No, I believe I thought he was talking about yeah. the, the message. And, and he's like, no, the S word. And I was like, oh, did I say from the platform? Right. I'm racking my brain. And finally he mouths, he couldn't even say the word. He mouths it to me. Well, um, right? in, so. in, uh, our buddy, Daniel J. Lewis in his last episode, will not say the name of Mark Maron's show, even though it's just three letters. Yeah. Right. right. So right. I'll say it. It's WTF. And, and right. Right. in Daniel's world, you know, because it's yeah. an abbreviation yeah. of a swear word, he's like, nope, not even going to go there. And that's perfectly fine. You're allowed, you know, again, it's your show. Do, do and talk however you want. In some cases, when I said that word, right. Yeah. In some audiences that would have no effect. Most of the students would be fine, but most of the audience there was not most of the students. It was a whole bunch of others. And, his wise words to me were, Jim, you really need to make sure when you're talking, you understand your audience. He used the word exegete, which is a word we use to, to really pull apart and understand and get the context of. And so I think sometimes that can be, you know, we feel like, well, I'm just going to say this. And it's like, well, then you're just going to face the consequences. That's it. <laughs> so yeah. good luck. Yeah. I, uh, I once from the pulpit was talking about, there's a story of a dude in the Bible that was going around beating people with the jawbone. And I will say donkey um, Samson. Yes. Yeah. Samson was doing this. Right. And in the Bible, it says ass. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I'm like, so I can't believe this guy. And I said the phrase, 
piece of ass uh, <laughs> in church because I could. Yeah, and, but and you pe- shouldn't have. <laughs> and people were like, ah, yeah, yeah. And like, oh, come on, it's true. So that's the kind of stuff that I, I'm like, ah, get it, see, ha. Huh? And then they're like, yeah. uh, then you could have said, well, now you're more worried that I said yeah, so. that than that people are in anyway. So yeah, always fun. So I'd oh, say wow. we have four questions on on uh, deck here, but before we do those. Can I get a coffee while you're setting you up? Can get a coffee. Play, as soon as I find the right, there we go. Mm. That is awesome. And while you're uh, the awesome supporter, according to uh, the woman in the tube this morning, is the one and only Glenn Hebert from the Horse Radio Network. Uh, if you like horses, go check out Glenn at horseradionetwork.com. Uh, so, Glenn, thanks for being an awesome supporter. If you'd like to be an awesome supporter, go over to askthepodcastcoach.com slash support. And if you uh, ask the podcast coach runs on pod page, as does the podcast rodeo show, podcast consultant, and many others. If you want to try pod page, use my affiliate link, trypodpage.com and check it out. And if you just need more Jim Collison in your life, go over to the average guy.tv and check out home gadget geeks. And if you're, Looking to start a podcast, I'm in the middle right now of moving the school of podcasting. I am so excited and yet so tired. Uh, man, it takes a lot of time because uh, I'm redoing the course area and I'm redoing the the uh, community is going to be tied together. It's going to be great fun. If you're ready to start, schoolofpodcasting.com. Use the coupon code COACH after 1 o'clock today and you will receive 20% off because my new system doesn't allow me to have three-letter uh, coupons anymore. So when I put in ask as the coupon, it's like, no, you know, you can't do that. So if you'd like to be an awesome supporter, uh, go over to askthepodcastcoach.com slash support. We did have, we, we lost an awesome supporter, which I understand. It's interesting because in uh, Patreon, they let you go through and see like, why did you leave? And everybody has the same answer. And that is my financial situation has changed and I'm like, which means you have room for another one now right if somebody else wanted to jump in yeah. there and, somebody yeah. wants to jump in well, there you go um here's a fun one uh i would like to hear what her answer is to this dr is asking any ideas on promo ideas for a new podcast um if you go over to school and search for 33 i think i have a an episode on 33 ways i mean some of them are, are like easy and you don't realize how many people like one is make sure you have in your signature of your email, a link to your website. And I remember once I put a trackable link in that. Uh, and I was amazed at how many people like either they're emailing me or I'm emailing them or whatever. They're like, who is this guy? Click, you know? So, I mean, that's one there's, I mean, we could go through the laundry list, right? Social media, even though that's not really, you know, that's a trickle when it's working. Uh, be on other shows. Go to where your audience is. Make friends with them. Tell them about your show. Business cards. Um, I don't know, Jim. What am I missing? Guests. But you know, two, two two really effective that I think are explosive growth. One is just get lucky. Like that's it, right? I mean, most be of the, the right time, place at the right time. Do that. I don't think any of these. Most of these are like slow growth right? They just, yeah, they create slow growth. If you get lucky, you get mentioned somewhere or whatever that can cause, cause everybody's, nobody wants to do slow growth. They're just, ah, I don't have time for slow right. growth. I want it fast. The other one is paid advertising. Like yep. if you want to, if, 
if you want to get lucky, you got to pay for it. So find some places where that will advertise for you and a place where it'll be effective on the podcast. No guarantees on that, by the way. I mean, you have to have a compelling offer. You have to have great ads, you know? Yeah. I just listened to the buzzcast and they had, they interviewed a guy and he said he was getting 5,000 downloads. Now he, I don't know how much this would cost, but he bought 50,000 impressions. So my guess is that was a lot. And he went from 5,000 downloads a month to seven. So, you know, it's a growth, but I don't know how much that was. And he's not even monetizing. He's just trying, he's trying to do step one, grow an audience. And so for him, he's like, well, you know, go back to uh, the old movie example, right? That's what the movies do. They try to make the best content they can. They spend a bunch of money on promotion and hope that the people that find the, the movie go tell their friends. So, and then uh, she had another question. Um, a friend is running from our for our local council. She talked to me about doing a podcast. Is there an equal time in podcasting? I have no idea. As there is in broadcast or TV or radio, I don't believe so because it's not over the public airwaves. You have to pay to get a podcast. And you're like, really? I thought they're all free. You paid for the internet. You don't pay. Like there's, there's you know, the airwaves, I could put up an antenna right now and pick up the TV. So that, it's a really good question, though. I'm wondering yeah. in, in some advertising space, of course, advertising on television is controlled by the FTC here in the United States, FTC, right. and they have certain regulations from for that. Radio is under the same. I don't think podcast advertising is yet um, governed by that same system. I don't know. It's a good question. Because it is... It is that you have to disclose if you're getting like if a guest is paying you to be on your show, that has to be disclosed. But yeah, that's FCC. It. Sorry, that was my mistake. FCC. Uh, that's oh, yeah. that's correct. David corrected me on that one. It's good. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. You'd have to look into that. I, I would think. Um, you know, man, local <laughs> local politics on a podcast. That is talk about niching down and trying to like trying to find out where those ads would go to make that kind of work. I mean, ads don't, yeah, yeah, that'd be tough. That'd be a tough, that'd be tricky. That may be more work than it's worth just to be honest. I but I would know. definitely do Something it. Look into. If, if I was could. a politician, I, I would have definitely my own podcast. I would be, you know, explaining what's going on and just think about city. Well, Oh yeah. Have your own podcast for sure. Yeah. 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 Just have your own local podcast and, yeah, expect the numbers to be super small. Yeah. But super engaged. Yeah. Right? I mean, that's the perfect example of a way to talk to everybody all at the same time, especially during a busy campaign season. Well, the, the beauty of a podcast is it's not live. So you can, like right now, we're kind of cherry picking the questions here. And for the record, if I missed one, uh, feel free to send it back through. And because sometimes the chat gets going and I miss them. But on a political show, you can have you know you can have your cousin call in a question and then you could answer that question you know but by doing that the the vibe you're sending is that you're a you're a warm caring person and you want to do the best for your community i would definitely have a political podcast and i would definitely uh that is a form of propaganda by the way it's called like one of us you know that's where you see you know, the president-elect coming, he's got his flannel on and his coffee cup, and he's going to get a hot dog down at Joe's Diner and shake some hands and get out there with his 
you know, it's got a straw on his teeth, you know, like, okay, great. You know, I, I, I see what you're doing there, buddy. You know, but, um, why did that instantly go to a Midwest genre? I've seen that. I mean, uh, I remember Obama eating the ice cream. I'm like, ah, he's doing the ice cream thing. I know that move, you know, and Bill Clinton, like, you know, I'll take a hot dog. That'd be great. Yeah. My favorite Obama meme is when he's is sitting down and he's got a cookie and he puts, he tries to dip the cookie in the milk, but the milk, the cookie's too big and it's, it just gets stuck on the top of the glass. And he goes, he goes, bong. And he goes, thanks, Obama. <laughs> nice. <laughs> uh, and uh, new age human says any advice on creating a show series under one podcast with their own subject matter. I'm not quite sure. I understand the question creating a different show under one podcast. Okay. There was one that I listened to. Uh, number one, I would put them in series. That would actually be a decent example of when do I use series? I just know I was upset because the second season was about uh, a Cleveland radio station and the history of it. And they hadn't changed their artwork to reflect the new season. And so I listened to it. I hit play and I'm ready. I'm, I'm stoked to hear this. Cause I love this. If you ever hear me talk about home of the buzzard. Yeah. It was a, the history of the buzzard and I hit play and it's the history of a, a amusement park. And I was like, what you, I'm like, you, you know, no good darn tootin'. You trick me. Right. And because I didn't understand that every series was different. So I would definitely say, let your audience know, um, that, Hey, you know, this, this series is on thing. Um, I talked earlier about podcraft. They do that. This series, we're going to talk about microphones next series. We're going to talk about blah, blah, blah. So Colin and, and, uh, his co-host who's I still cannot remember Jim, any other ideas on, on I, I, and I would make sure that the different series all like him yeah. with podcraft, they're all about podcasting, but I wouldn't like, Hey, you know, series one is about, you know, I'll give you an example. Um, the first, you know, everybody talks about serial. That was a true crime show. And the second one was about some, uh, soldier dude that went AWOL and while it was an interesting story, it wasn't true crime kind of right. It, I just know that everybody was like, this is not as good. So you have yeah, to be yeah. careful, but it, yeah, if like, you're going to keep it all in the same feed, you know, you, you, there's a lot of problems with that and it can work, but you said, you know, like titling or seasoning, you got to get for the, for the titles, you got to get a really short identifier up front so they know which is which if they're going to if they're going to have all you know these all this different content in the feed you want to give them a visual clue to be like like hey oh yeah that's this podcast or yeah this is this is the other podcast so it, it, but once you start doing it your audience will figure it out right it may stop people from listening to it it may not but once your audience gets used to it then and you're there the you know you start getting subscribers just make sure you keep it consistent so they know. It's all about predictability, right? It's all about me. Yeah. I get super mad when I can't find things that have changed based on the way I consume them before. It doesn't mean I unsubscribe. I just get a little frustrated. And sometimes I don't. I mean, I, there's some podcasts that have changed the way they've done things, and then I've just stopped listening to them, and then I forget about them, right? The whole concept of brand is to keep you in front of your customer top of mind at all times, right? That's the whole idea of brand. If they think about something, they think about you in that. 
if you make things hard for them, you're going to make it harder for them to have, have you top of mind. And they're going to stop thinking. We have enough things to think about, right? So just make sure you're making it easy for them. Yeah, uh, which kind of ties into JD's question. Is there a good tool for making a master feed for a network of shows? I looked into this a while ago. There are tools out there. I can't think of them because I, I think in the end I went, because I was going to make one for all my podcasting shows. Um, and so you could just, here's, you know, all things Dave kind of thing. Um, and I, and they were the free ones, especially weren't that great. Uh, and about that time I, I dropped the idea. So I don't know anyone, um, many moons ago, um, Yahoo had a great one, but much like many things at Yahoo, they don't exist anymore. So I'm not sure. Um, I know if you're using Libsyn pro, they give you an all in one feed, I believe Captivate gives you an all-in-one feed because you can have a network on Captivate um, without having like a pro level thing. Uh, so depending on who you're, you are. WordPress uh, would do this for you. Like you can have yeah. a master WordPress feed and then you can still have individual feeds that you submit different RSS feeds. So you'd have an RSS feed of them all. Um, some of the host providers do this as well. I think, um, who do I use that? Uh, I guess Spreaker does this yeah. as well. Spreaker has a master feed. That's everything uh, based on the shows. And then, um, but WordPresses would be a great way to do it. Then you can also use either categories or channels with yeah. the, uh, what's the, what's the name of the plugin? Uh, PowerPress. Mm, PowerPress. Thank you. And um, you, you could create sub feeds for those. So you could still have individuals and one master feed and you could create a pretty cool website around it as well. So that may be the best JD. That may be was that was JD's question, right? Yeah. That I think WordPress may be the best way to get it done, um, and it's kind of designed for it. And I don't know about WordPress.com, the plugins for that, but I know mm -hmm. if you definitely have your own yeah. WordPress instance. The only yeah. thing I hate about that is I I I don't trust WordPress enough to really put, put no. I don't. Right. Okay. I mean, about every year and a half. You know, I end up with the the word and I just know if I didn't have word fence protecting the school of podcasting, I'd be in a world of hurt because I get reports on a regular basis that, you know, people in Bagakistan are trying to hack the school of podcasting. And I'm like, and they've blocked like 300 attempts and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, mm. so, yeah, I, it's I know I'm I'm in a minority, but I'm not. I've just had, well, even right now, if you go to the school of podcasting, it's one of those things, it's on my list of like, as soon as I get done with all this stuff, I'm going to attack that. If you go to school of podcasting.com slash episodes, I'm using Elementor. Uh, I think I might've actually dumped it for this page, but um, you will see a list of my episodes. And I think there's like nine on there. And then it's the same list again. It's, it's duplicating my episodes. And I was like, and I go in and I'm like, that's so weird. And I've looked at the code and I'm like, I don't know why it's doing it. It doesn't make any sense. And it's just like, whatever, you know what I mean? Who's going to scroll to the bottom of the page anyway, I'll leave it there. So that's just one where I'm like, ah, WordPress. So Can you do this on pod chaser. Like they've, they, they are the Swiss army knife of, yeah. of, you know, podcast tools. Would Podchaser be able? I, 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 I that may be something to look into, yeah. JD. Look at Podchaser and see if they have a way of, because I mean the, the easiest way to do this would just be create another feed and then, and then you just you upload right. It, that's more hosting. 
right? That yeah. is granted, right? And it's double work, but but maybe you can create a list on Podchaser that can also be turned into an RSS feed. I think I, I wonder if it's still around. In I, I mean, literally, this is how I made my for it's still around. Oh wow! Everybody, if you want to see what websites looked like in two thousand five. Uh, go to feedforall.com. Holy cow. That's, that's, uh, that's special right there. It, it's you literally, you're not hand coding your feed, but you're pretty doggone close to it. Uh, it's, um, but you, cause you basically have to upload that to something like you could use bunny.net, which is a, uh, a CDN, but yeah, this is, this is what podcast, this is what websites looked like in 2005. <laughs> Um, but it's a tool and you basically put in, here's the title, here's the description. And it gives you that text file. That is your feed, that gobbledygook. And so you could throw that on a, a CDN or whatever. And so if you had the direct link to all the MP3 files, in theory, you could fill that in and, and make your own. Cause that's how we did it in 2005. We made our own RSS feeds and we liked it. Yeah. So, um, uh, the the most recent uh, n- latest news on that site you just showed was from uh, March twenty fifth <laughs> of twenty thirteen. <laughs> nine years, yeah. Has anybody posted out there? Um, going back to the whole political thing, um, it is. I met Jody at um, Podfest. So hey, Jody uh, said good morning, folks. Uh, hi, Chris. I heart and S. Easy for me to say. S. See, I should have Jody reading this because she does this for like a living. Uh, at X S X M. Yes, Dave. Uh, yeah. Sorry, Jim. <laughs> do a ton of podcast advertising because she voices some of it. So I imagine it's part of the advertising budget that you'd be obligated to divulge, but it may be that iHeart and iHeart, by the way, number one in podcasting <clears throat> and SXM report that sort of thing. I suppose it depends on who's hosting the podcast and what their policies are, but there are plenty of political podcasts. Yeah. I boy, there sure are. I just heard a, report on one and i actually you know we say most promos stink they don't make me want to listen i listened to podcast bestie which is a new podcast from somebody who's running a Substack, and uh they had a promo for bad um dog bad watchdog and it's a six-part series and that was i think that was the key that wasn't an ongoing podcast but it was basically and the, the part of me in the car, I'm like, do I really need to see more government corruption? Like, do I need more government corruption in my life? Uh, but that's basically what it was. It was called Bad Watchdog. And I was like, yeah, I might actually go listen to that. So, yes, Jody's like, I remember those days when we would hand roll the RSS feed and you'd have one comma wrong and the whole thing would, you know. Or if we go back to, to Jim's nerd days. Um, Jim, do you remember the phrase? Uh, wait a minute, hold on. Back to them? Yeah. Well, Did I ever leave them? But do you remember the phrase "bad syntax error"? Oh yeah. Oh for it, sure. It was one of those like, "Hey, guess what? You typed something wrong." Yes. What is it? We're not going to tell you. You have no to- no error codes or the days of Microsoft giving you error codes that meant nothing. You couldn't find out what they were. Right. X XLM four four seven nine bad error, and you're like, okay, what is that? And then you have no idea. Oh, JD says, my client is on Spreaker, and they just killed that feature. Now, the interesting thing is, and I, I'm going to email James Cridlin because he actually announced in Pod News, I woke up to this phrase, and I was like, wait a minute, did I did I hear that right? Um, 
because I'm, I had a here. Spreaker is now free, claiming it's the first ever professional level podcast platform to be available at no cost. Uh, what does that mean to you, Jim? Uh, it means it's free, no cost. That's, that's, that's they were the first ever. That's yeah, what that means. Features <laughs> like the unlimited storage and programmatic uh, monetization, previously only available in a $250 a month at uh, the enterprise package from iHeart uh, owned platform, meaning Spreaker, and are free for all podcast creators. The, re- the release describes existing free alternatives as mediocre. So they're, they're poking anchor here and very basic willing um willing to a deep dive oh uh we will link to a deep dive uh today in their platform from from sounds profitable i i had otter transcribe that because i'm like did i miss something because if you go go into effect like it's not showing on their i mean i still see their 250 dollar plan bingo that's what i said i'm like did i miss something like because it sure sounded like he said uh, Spreaker is now free, claiming it's the first ever professional level podcast platform to be available at no cost. And I went over and I'm like, that's really odd because for a free platform, they have lots of pricing plans. Well, so maybe I'm, maybe that just hasn't all gone in yet. Maybe that's just yeah. a, a press release out ahead of, out that's, ahead of it. That's my guess because I'm like, yeah. usually, you know, I, I don't uh, usually have to fact check. Uh, so is this the first big change with iHeart? now kind of in charge over there well that was the thing is he said they used to be number three in hosting or something like that and they'd fall in a few spots and i'm like so when i hear a company is is falling and they throw out the free lifeline i'm like that's not a good business model kids like well but okay this is the spotify model because they're owned by iheart right so right. so iheart's making the money like this in like in Spotify, they're making money off subscriptions yeah. and advertising, not not hosting. And so that's the YouTube model. YouTube's doing just fine without having to charge people to host right. their videos. Right? right. So so this is the YouTube model. And I think they're gonna if well, we'll have to see, but in, in this kind of case, it looks like they're making that switch, which is good for me because as yeah. a, I'm a corporate <laughs> I'm a corp, just full disclosure, I'm a corporate user of Spreaker. We went on Spreaker 10 years ago when we started podcasting at Gallup, started using them. I got grandfathered into their best pricing plan, which was everything for free. And I've been using that at work, everything for free for the longest time. Um, They've sent me a note two years ago and said, hey, that's going to stop this thing in 2023, which back in 2021 during the pandemic seemed like forever ago. But in October, I'm supposed to switch over to their anchor man or whatever the whatever the highest one is. And I budgeted for it. And I'm, I told, hey, we've been getting this for free for 10 years, but we're going to start paying for it. So if I read this right, I'm going to get that for free now? And, and that's the part I'm like, it, uh, James just said this, but the website says this. And the thing I just, because now all the anchor people that have been saying, hey, where are the ads that you promised us and there aren't any are going to run over to Spreaker. And... I have a bow. You know, I mentioned this in my book, Profit from Your Podcast. You have uh, a book? Proven Strategies to Turn Your Listeners into Livelihood. When I was using um, Voxer, um, which was owned by Spreaker, which is now owned by Arhart, which is owned by whoever, um, that's where I was getting paid the point zero 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 one seven cents. So I was making a whopping dollar seventy per thousand downloads. And I went, um, yeah. I can almost buy a Mountain Dew after that episode when everybody hears, oh, there's ads over there. 
you know, if you take 300 and multiply that by 0.00017, it's not a lot of money. So now it's better than a poke in the eye. But if I'm getting, if I have a choice of making my audience listen to an ad or earn 27 cents, I'll, I'll take the hit on that. I'll, I'll make my audience not have to sit through a Geico ad uh, to, uh, to get through that. But it's, it is confusing. Cause I, I put out uh, as soon as I heard that, cause I, I mean, James is the first voice I hear when I wake up, he's on my, the woman in the tube from uh, Amazon. And so I'll, I'll say, play my flash briefing and it gives me the, the weather and stuff. And then James comes on and I hear, you know, speak speakers now free. And I was like, say what, you know, and I get up and I was like, well, you know, so I did. I'll have, my- have to go read their press release because that's in, that's important to me now. I mean, yeah. like, I'd look like a hero if they went free <laughs> and we kept the unlimited. And because I think we have nine podcasts out there, nine or ten, maybe maybe more. I think maybe twelve sure. now. And, uh, and they're all active, and we're, you know, <laughs> we have four million downloads out there. So, yeah. yeah, JD says, "Hey, I'm on Spreaker as well, and they're certainly still charging me." Uh, yeah. They haven't sent any users any email about moving to free, but if I log out and look at the plans page, it's, it still shows a low tiers free. And that's, uh, I would kind of mentioned this to Todd Cochran, and he said it sounds like they're just moving, like they're still going to have a paid plan, but maybe they're expanding what their free does. And I was like, hmm. So we're all kind of waiting for this to kind of shake out. Um, Jody has my favorite comment ever. I say this all the time. Uh, make ads that sell your own stuff. That's why if you want to add, I, I really don't like having advertisers on the school of podcasting because I make much more money selling my own stuff. And that's when um, Dan from focus, right? He's like, I want to advertise on your show. I go, I am not cheap because I said, I am not going to add your ad to my ad. Your ad is going to replace my ad for my stuff. I said, cause I don't really do that long a show. I don't want to have all the ads in it. And so, but that is, uh, there was an, um, there's a market an email newsletter called the tilt from the people at content marketing world. Uh, it's the guy, Joe Polizzi, Polizzi, something like that. It's called the tilt. And they did a survey of, I think it was 1400 opportunity entrepreneurs. My mouth has decided not to work today. But That's it's it's been talking a lot. Close enough. Can I, and, oh, and the number me. one way, the number one way 1400 entrepreneurs made money was selling their own products and services. Mm-hmm. And then when I hear, uh, Rob on the feed explained that less than 10% of podcasts get enough downloads to get, you know, quote a big sponsor. I'm like, why does everybody, does everybody not see that that means 90% of podcasters don't get it. Uh, but yet everybody's like, oh, I'm going to start a podcast and get ads. And I'm like, all right, well, again, everybody's got a goal and you don't, if you have a niche show, I mean, I don't, the fact that I even get a sponsor, I'm nowhere near the 10,000 downloads you need to get a sponsor. But Dan from Focus Right wanted to get to podcasters, and well, I've got them. So you're going to say something. Yeah, let me just share that oh, cool. free speech plan there. There we go. From this is Spreaker from iHeartRadio or from iHeart, I guess is what they're saying now. No credit card, customizable RSS feeds, make money with ads. This is a change uh, six months of, of stats, but unlimited episodes. And I think. I think they're limiting it to one podcast. I don't think you can have mul- I don't think you can have multiple. And this is maybe going back to what they're talking about before. When I logged into my free account this morning, it was telling me I had too many podcasts because I had two in there, and it was saying you're over your limit. So I think that free plan is going to 
is going to be limited to one podcast. What will be interesting is to see is if they switch that across all their podcast feeds because we have a, we have a ton. I, this is the you know their pro plan here at two fifty a month is is kind of where we're heading because we just have you know I have so many podcasts out there. Yeah. So I have to I have to contact them. Maybe I'll send them a note this week and say, hey, I need to talk to somebody because it's not clear what exactly is um, what exactly is going on. With yeah. You guys. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna send an email to James and just go what <laughs> can you can you expand on that a bit you know well they may be rolling this out too it's complicated to roll out this all these changes and get all the yeah. timing right and, and some of these kinds of things i've been going through that this week at work we have a big change happening as well and getting all that communication out to customers who don't check their email who don't pay attention who come back all of a sudden one day go wait what i'm gone for two months and things change well yeah they do actually yeah <laughs> they do change yeah that's uh we we have a thing coming out from Libsyn that I just did the video for um, that's coming out in a probably a couple of weeks because I, I just said hey can we not roll that out while I'm at Podcast Movement I'm like that would be bad so yeah the the in theory you know Todd did a good job of this when they rolled out all the podcasting 2.0 features into Blueberry is they had the documentation ready because that makes no sense to go, Hey, here's a new thing. Hope you figure out how to use it kind of thing. You got to have the documentation, but it is tricky to, to have everything uh, lined up. One other thing, if you hadn't heard the new um, infinite dial came out from Edison research. So there's 17% of the, the public that doesn't know what a podcast is, or have never heard the word podcast. So uh, that's, that's kind of interesting, but the listening one I always tell people it's gone up every, pretty much every year. There was one in here, this one in 2013 where they changed the criteria of what a podcast was and it took a, a dip there. But here you can see the, the, this was the pandemic, right? We took a big old, you know, from 20 to 21, we, we were rising, but then when everybody went back to work, the listing went down to 38%. Um, and now we're back up to 42, which is higher than, 2021. So 120 million people. And that's one of those things where we go, can we all just pause and think about 120 million people listen to podcasts on a monthly basis? Uh, they have the, so more men are listening than women in 2023, uh, but both have gone up. So that's good. Wow. That's interesting. Age 12 to 34. I, I guess that makes sense. Cause when I see 12, I'm thinking kids, but I'm like, yeah, but that's, that's a pretty wide range actually when you think about it. Um, but weekly podcast listening up to 31%, 89 million people. So I always, I always want to look at this slide of monthly 42% have listened once a month or no, if we go to this, right, isn't this the people, you know, 64 million are listening, but why is that the case that only 31% are listening on a weekly basis? I'm like, that's a pretty big jump, but you know, Maybe again, it goes into, which is one of the next slides here that I thought was cool. I remember when this slide was, people were listening to seven podcasts a week. Well, first it was six, then it was seven. And now we're up to U.S. weekly podcast listeners average nine podcasts. And I believe that is meant to be episodes. Uh, we don't know if it's episodes of the same show. So if it's a daily show, things like that. But I just know that number is... Uh, has gone up. So, but they basically said, yeah, we're, we're post pandemic. So numbers are going up. Um, online audio has hit new heights and 
they kind of describe that. That's the whole like iHeartRadio on an app is now online radio because it's not a podcast, but it's uh, streaming kind of stuff. So, uh, and advertisers need to move more of their budgets into audio. And, and that's the thing when we were talking about ads earlier, you know, when Spreaker says, hey, and I get it, it's an ad move. We're going to give you the ability to run ads in your show. I was watching, it was some off, uh, it might have been the, uh, something with a bunch of zoos on Animal Planet. And I'm watching it through Google TV. And it goes to a commercial and it said, enjoy your moment of Zen. And it was just this peaceful river because they didn't have an ad. And I was like, wait a minute. Like, why not, if nothing else, promote one of your other shows? You know, it, it's just this whole thing. Of, that, takes, uh, that takes a lot of work, though, to fill that with because you don't want you don't want to get in that situation where you're showing one ad over and over and over and over and over again. Right. Yeah. Um, and so you got to get a bunch of ads, then you got to programmatically put them in to make that work and building a good ad is hard. So, you know, one good Zen and that's goodwill, right? You know, people are like, Oh, I mean, all of a sudden imagine you're, you're, you know, just getting blasted with ads and like, here's 30 seconds of Zen, you know? And you're like, Oh, well this, that's pretty nice. You know, I, I went through YouTube TV and I didn't know I had this option, but it's in the app where you can go through and say, I'm like, I'm never going to watch home garden TV. I know that's sacrilege for some people. Um, was that me? That was me. And I'm like, wait, I've turned off my notifications. Why am I getting a notification? But we will turn that off. Um, it's just letting me know that we have, we're, we're down to the final minutes of, uh, we're coming in, we're coming yeah. in hot. I've got a, well, I've got a thing at, at noon. So I, oh, I okay. have, um, yeah, so let's wrap it up. We might end a little early. Yeah. So I, I've ended up watching new channels that I normally don't watch. Cause I was like, Oh, I've never watched this. Like there's comedy central, but there's another one. And it's interesting, especially if you, I got on a, uh, the one night I walked out and it turns out I was watching something with the golden girls. I don't know what channel that was on, but I just left the TV on. And it's interesting when you watch different channels because they have a different audience. And I'm learning about some really interesting products that are never going to be advertised on mainstream media because it costs too much. But it was like, you know, it was some sort of broom, you know, infomercial kind of thing. And I was like, that looks kind of cool. So um, that's, it was just from a, a podcasting standpoint, it was like, oh, look here, different audience, different ads. And that kind of ties it into the the talk of advertising here that make sure your ads meet your audience. Um, that's another thing Alex said, he was talking about how basically people are coming in, we, you know, we kind of hint on burnout people come into podcasting. They don't listen to podcasts about podcasting, or here's the other thing I see that happens a lot. There are so many options, right? If you think about it, how should I record my interviews? Should I use clean feed or Riverside or uh Libsyn connect or Squadcast? There's too many choices. So what do they do? They ask me, they ask David Hooper, they ask uh, Matthew Passy, you know, that who, and they get like 15 different answers. And so what happens is people don't take any steps forward because they don't know which one it is. And, you know, I, I took a step and went with Podia for the school of podcasting eight months later, I'm moving. Why? Cause it, in the end, wasn't really the right choice. And I was like, yeah. So if you start using Riverside and it craps out on you, all right, don't use it anymore. Um, you know, move to something else. It's not that, that big a deal. So, but uh, anyway, Jim, what is coming up on uh, home gadget geeks this week? 
Yeah, my daughter Sammy joins us. She's fresh off of a, I shouldn't say fresh, fresh on a new job uh, there at the Bellevue Public Library. And she started explaining all these cool things they do, technology and gadgets and stuff that's available. And I had no idea the public library was doing these things. So interesting conversation. You can check it out. It's already posted, homegadgetgeeks.com. You can rent tons of movies there. You can rent, but it's a lot more than books. Yeah. And um, cake pans. Yeah. Our, our, our library has cake pans you can check out. Yeah. That's Isn't that crazy. Yeah. But <laughs> there's, no more, there's no more uh, card catalog. That's gone. Like, no, it's all in most cases. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. completely up yeah. now. Yeah. Back in the day. Uh, on the School of Podcasting, it is going to be, and I, this is fun. It's talking about being goofy. There's definitely goofiness coming on because the people I was talking to were goofy. And it is talking about launching a podcast, but through the with with insights from people like Jordan Harbinger, uh, Joe Saucy High, uh, Kristen Meisner, and just things like, hmm. And I, one of the ones that people do uh, when launching a show or to make a good show is crowd interaction. A la Ask the Podcast Coach. Always helpful to get your audience involved. So that is coming out on Monday. Askthepodcastcoach.com slash live. Be sure to like and subscribe. Thank you so much, everybody. Have a good weekend. Thank you.